Good morning. Good to see everybody here this morning. Had a little rain overnight. We appreciate it. We could use more, but we're thankful for what we had. Amen. Praise the Lord anyway. Amen. Do we have any birthdays this week? Nobody. Anniversaries. No. All right, then let's praise the Lord a little more uh, by turning to Him number 88. Come thou almighty King, stand and sing. In moments like these, I lift up my voice. What little voice there is left of it.
Brother Mitch, will you lead us in prayer, please? Sure. Our Father in God, we are so blessed to be here in your house this morning. We're so blessed because you are here. You are with us. You are in us. Lord, without you, we are nothing. But with you, all things are possible. So, Lord, bless us this morning. Pull us in closer to you. Help us to learn and to grow and to know you more intimately. To feel your presence. To feel your love. To feel your mercy and your grace. And to allow it to flow through us and out to others. Let us be vessels for thee, O God. I ask it in Jesus' name. Our Father, Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, Deliver us from the evil. God is in the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. You may be seated. Before we uh, go into our Lord's Supper, we call Brother Wayne Morris up. As you can tell, the old voice is gone. Time to bring a younger member in that can uh, can hit the high notes. So I'm officially declaring myself retired this morning, and your new song leader, Brother Wayne Morris, it's all yours, buddy. Amen. Good morning. Morning. Big shoes to fill. Try to do it the best I can. Best God will let me. Our meditation hymn is going to be uh, number 299. Amazing grace is amazing.
The meditation I chose this morning comes from 2 Kings 7.3. It says, There were four men with leprosy at the entrance of the city gate. They said to each other, Why stay here until we die? In the Old Testament, we read how the Armenians attacked Israel and besieged Samaria. The town residents were trapped without any food and water. Then four people with leprosy decided to go and ask for food from the Armenian army. They felt like they were starving to death, and in any case, they had nothing to lose. The Lord, however, used the efforts of these desperate men to save the whole city. The Lord caused the Armenians to hear the sounds and chariots and horses of a great army. It made them think that they were under attack and they fled. All the people of Samaria were saved. Sometimes you think you do something just for yourself or you don't really want to do it. But it could just be what the Lord uses to make big things happen. So go out today and do that thing that scares you. God might just do great and mighty things through you. Amen. So today Mitch is going to preach on Mark chapter 7 about the mustard seed. God used these leopards in 2 Kings to save the city of Samaria. Sometimes you feel so small that what you what you you don't think matters. God has plans for each of us to do miracles through us if we have faith and we are willing to step out and do His will. Will you be His mustard seed today? Let us pray. O Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on us as sinners. Help each of us to do your will, to win souls for you while we still have the strength to serve you. As they look out at our congregation, I see many mustard seeds. Have you reached your potential? Does God still have plans for your life? Can he use you to bring souls to Jesus? Say yes, and he will use you. It's in the holy name of Jesus I pray these things. Amen. Thank you, Brother Jim. Let's take a few moments of uh, 
contemplation, meditation. And, uh, think about what we're doing this morning. Make sure that uh, our hearts are right, our minds are right as we partake of this. Let's just meditate for a few, few moments. As uh, Jesus assembled with his disciples in the upper room having their Passover meal, Jesus broke the bread, told the apostles to break bread, eat, that this is his body that is going to be sacrificed. Let us uh, each break the bread, participate. Likewise, he poured the wine to the disciples, told them to take this, as this is the blood that he was soon to shed for the remission of all of our sins and saving of the world. Let each of us participate now. Let's stand for the doxology. Uh, and we'll we'll do number three fifty eight. Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus. Tis.
right. Good morning. Good morning. Isn't it great to be in the house of the Lord? I can remember a time when I thought it was greater to be in the bed. I know better now. <laughs> or on the golf course or, or out in the boat fishing. Uh, lots of things that uh, we've all probably done at one time or another in our past. Uh, maybe ladies in their sewing room or uh, something like that. But as we mature. We learn how good God is. All the time. All right, so we're moving on here in uh, Mark. Uh, and we are ready for uh, verse 30 through chapter 4 uh, to verse 34. So I'll read that and then we'll talk about that a little bit. Again, he said, this is Jesus speaking. Again, he said, what shall we say the kingdom of God is like? Or what parable shall we use to describe it? It is like a mustard seed, which is the smallest seed you plant in the ground. Yet, when planted, it grows and becomes the largest of all garden plants with such big branches that the birds of the air can perch in its shade. With many similar parables, Jesus spoke the word to them as much as they could understand. He did not say anything to them without using a parable. But when he was alone with his own disciples, he explained everything. Wow. So... First of all, we're talking about similes. He's saying what it's like. He didn't say that the, the kingdom of heaven is a mustard seed uh, or like a mustard plant after it's grown. He said it's like a mustard seed. Now, here's another thing. Uh, scientifically speaking, mustard seed was not the actual smallest seed. But it is a form of literary uh, usage to make a comparison of small to great. That's the whole point, small to great. Now, what's he saying here? When he's talking about the kingdom of heaven, it starts very small, then it spreads out and it grows, and it becomes so large that people can take comfort and rest in Jesus. That's what he's talking about here. You know... When, and when I was reading this, uh, I didn't realize the commentary said that the mustard plants can grow 10 to 12 feet tall. I had no clue they could get that big. So, you know, you, you think about, uh, uh, Bernice got me a little, uh, a little uh, thing you stick on your collar that has a little bitty mustard seed in it. I mean, they are tiny. If you've ever seen them, they... <laughs> They are very, very small. But when they grow, look at what they make. You know, and think of the, the little acorn <laughs> becomes the big oak tree. But the point again is it seems like such a small thing to share what God has done in our lives with someone else. Just simply testifying, just simply being a witness for what Christ has done for you. 
or for me. It seems like such a small thing. And yet, God takes that and he uses it. It's not about us saying the right words or some formula that you have to use or something that you have to do. You know, there is no right and there is no wrong way necessarily to represent Jesus to someone else who is lost or even whether they're saved. It makes no difference. We are to testify. We are to tell the truth about what Jesus has done and is doing in our life to help us. Especially when we see someone else that is struggling. Someone who is having a hard time. Because we ourselves know that during our difficult times, during the darkest hours, Jesus was the light that was shining that gave us hope. That gives us hope to continue to move on. Jesus is the one. He's the glue that holds us together in the hard times. We have to look to him. And then we have to share with others who are struggling through their hardships. About how Jesus is able to give us peace. Is able to help us just to keep moving forward. To put one step in front of the other. And just keep going. Otherwise, people get stuck. They get trapped. They, you know, I'll share this with you. The other morning, <laughs> I come unglued one morning here with uh, Mark and Herman. And uh, it was just, it was something that happened that was, it, it was a vision. And it was just so horrible. I saw... A pit, a dark pit. And I saw a demon trying to push me in it. And the name of the pit was self-pity. Fall into it and wallow in it. That's what he wanted me to do after my son died. He wanted me to fall into that dark pit and just wallow in self-pity. But Jesus was there with his hand out. I had a choice. I could fall in the pit and wallow in self-pity or I could take Jesus by the hand I choose Jesus every time folks I choose Jesus every time it may seem like a small thing just to take the hand of Jesus but all of you can see what Jesus has done for me This losing my son is the hardest thing I've ever been through. And yet, it's also faith building. I have hope that I will see him again. So I didn't have to say goodbye. I can say I see you later. I believe that. I preach that. I better believe it. (laughs) I do believe it. I trust the Lord. And that is the whole point here. Once it started with just the 12 disciples, a small group of believers, 
And then they began to tell what Jesus told them. They began to tell what Jesus did. They began to show the power of God through the miracles that happened as people were healed, as people were set free from their bondage of their sin. And all of that witness, all of that testimony made the the kingdom of God began to grow. We know that on the first day that the church was founded, there was uh, 3,000 souls that day that put their faith. Just a small group began to grow. Now look at how many throughout the world, look at how big the kingdom of God is. And that's just this present generation, folks. Think of the past. Think of all the generations that have placed faith in Jesus. They will all be there when we get there. You you know, I'm looking forward to meeting my great, 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 grandparents, you know. I don't even know who they are. But, you know, we're going to meet these folks in heaven. It's going to be so tremendous. But until we share the word of God, until we share the acts of God, until we stand on the word of God and preach it and teach it and show the love of God to others, the kingdom will not grow. You know, I I know I've said this many times, but if you had a cure for cancer and you kept it to yourself, what good would it do? It doesn't help anybody. If you get cancer, sure, you'll be okay, but what about everybody else? And we have the answer to the sin problem. We have the cure. His name is Jesus. We know that it works. Those of us who have truly given our life to Jesus, we know how that burden was lifted off of our shoulders. We know how much joy came into our hearts the moment that we accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. You know, the grass was greener, the sky was bluer, the flowers were more beautiful. Everything about life became more lively. Everything became more beautiful. Everything became more Just more, because that's what God is. God is just more. (laughs) More than anything our minds can can fathom. More than anything that we can explain. More than anything that we can understand. God is more. That's why His name is Elohim. The I am on the end is plural. It would technically be God's, but because He's three persons in one, He is more. He is more than we can fathom. He is more than we can ever ask. He's more than we can ever hope for. God loves us more than we know. He extends more grace to us than we can ever accept. He shows mercy to us more than we could ever deserve, folks. God is more. It may seem like a small thing, but it has a huge impact. When you see a person who has been so tormented by the devil, they have been banged up and beaten by this world, and they just have no hope. They feel hopeless and helpless, and then they accept Jesus Christ, and you see that change. Wow. You know, I knew a guy who was a bad alcoholic, lived on the streets for a while because he just, he lost everything because of his addiction to alcohol. And there came a time 
when a missionary reached out to this person and he accepted Jesus. Wow. You talk about a mighty witness for Jesus. This man could tell some stories. <laughs> and they were true stories. Things that happened while he was an alcoholic. Things that, that he did and things that he experienced. And then how Jesus changed his life. This man was full of joy. He was full of hope where before he had none. He had nothing. Now he says he has all he needs and more. How about us? Can we say that? Can we say that that little bitty seed that was planted in us when we accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, that faith was planted in us, has it began to grow? Have we nourished it with the word? Have we watered it with prayer? Have we kept it growing? Have we kept it alive? Have we taken care of God's garden? And have we allowed it to grow and to blossom and to bloom into what God wants it to be, a thing of beauty? Or are we, are we struggling with it? Are we letting the problems of this world choke it, the life out of that seed? Instead of growing, instead of blossoming and blooming, are we holding back and saying, Oh, it's just too hard. Oh, world. It's, if you think it's hard now, wait a few months. <laughs> it's going to get really ugly, folks. People are going to be fighting in the streets over food. That's coming. I guarantee it. It's coming. There will be a lot of guns. There will be a lot of problems. There's one thing that will never change. Jesus and his word will always stay constant. And as long as we hold on to him, and he'll hold on to us, and we'll be fine. But the moment we let go, we're in trouble. The moment we let the devil cause us to doubt. The moment that we think, oh, I can't do this. You're right. I can't. You can't. But he can he in us can, and we must trust him. We must hold on to him. And folks, I'm learning how much he can do through us right now. I'm telling you, I, I'm amazed at what God has done because Mitch ain't doing this. Mitch is at home crying. But Jesus is here. Jesus is here. It seems like a small thing when we share the word of God with someone and we may even say it without even thinking about it that we may tell somebody some story about something that Christ has done for us in our life just sharing you know not even thinking about being a witness we're just telling what Jesus has done in our life we're just talking to somebody and they receive so much from that and we don't even know you know there's a song I haven't heard it in a long time, but there's a song, and there's this, it's about this person who uh, apparently did a lot of sharing of the gospel, sharing the love of God. And when they get to heaven, there's a line of people <laughs> that say, I'm here because of you. Thank you. I'm here because you shared the love of God with me. Now, I don't know that, you know, we can say that's a, a true song, but... I think the thought behind it is true. We don't know the impact that we're having on the people around us. We don't understand sometimes just 
how much a smile can change a person's day. If you've ever gone to a nursing home where people feel left and forgotten, if you just spend a few minutes with them, it makes their day. Just take time to talk to them and love them a little bit, smile, and show them that you are still important. You are still needed. That's what they need more than anything. They need love. Because I remember a lady, she was, she was 102 years old, sweet as she could be. Every Sunday, she was by the door waiting for her son. Oh, my son's a big businessman. He's important. He don't have a lot of time, but he's coming. You know when he came? When she had her funeral. That's when he came. I was there. It was hard for me to be nice to that man. His mother was precious to me. She was so filled with life and love. And all she wanted was her son to show a little bit of that love back. But he was too busy. How many times do we get caught up in things of this world and see somebody that looks down and out and we just brush them off, walk past them? Forget it. It's not my problem. The attitude is the same, folks. The attitude is the same. God said for us to go and make disciples. For us to share what he taught us. To share his love. When we fail to do that, shame on us. We miss opportunities. And often it doesn't take a lot. Go through a drive-thru and say Jesus loves you to the person that's, that's... ringing up your order, or in the store, just say, Jesus loves you. Sometimes they make smart aleck remarks back, but sometimes they really appreciate it. Smile when you see people who look sad. Tell them I'll pray for you, (laughs) and then do. Sometimes if you ask them right there, can I pray for you, (laughs) you'd be amazed. Some people say, oh, please do. Others say, I don't know. (laughs) A seed. A little bitty seed. You plant it. You water it. You nurture it. God shines on it. And it grows into a beautiful thing. How are we doing with the seeds we've been entrusted with? If you have a need, just mind the Lord and come. Brother Wayne. Our hymn of invitation will be number 393, without him. Let's all stand, please.
going to go over the prayer list. Yeah. The only one I've had given to me today. You know, every time somebody asks me, you want to dismiss us, I feel like getting up here and saying, you're dismissed. <laughs> uh, but, uh, all right, let's pray. Father God, thank you for your love and mercy. Thank you, Lord, that you are with us, that you never leave us, never forsake us, and that, again, in our darkest hour, you are a light that shines bright and guides the way. Lord, I pray that Everyone here will feel your presence today and every day this week. That you will uh, open our hearts and minds to receive more and more of you. And that you will use us, Lord, this week to share. Just making simple comments to somebody about something that you have done. And then use that to grow your kingdom. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.